Hello everybody, my name is Caleb Ellison and welcome back to once again another episode of Observational Banter. That's right, we are back a day late, but back nonetheless. The date of this recording is September 19th, 2022, and it's currently 11.19 in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to get right into this episode, Season 3, Episode 5, covering the week of September 12th through the 18th and we're gonna get the week started as we would with any other week we're gonna get it all kicked off with Monday so Monday it was an interesting day I woke up to an email from my tutoring boss and she was just saying hey your paperwork is processed you can start working today wow that's cool I didn't expect to actually be doing anything today until class time so wow I have something to do so I get up I get dressed, I head to work, I underestimated how long it would take to get me there. So, you know, it's a new building, new location, gotta figure out the best parking lot, the best route to get there, this, that, and the other. But I get there, I get into my office, and oh wow, no one's there. So I'm chilling for a while, just, you know, kinda waiting for something to happen. And then one of the other tutors come into the lab, and she's like, oh, hi. I'm like, hey, I'm Caleb. I just started here. This is my first day. And she's like, oh, cool. Let me show you, you know, what we're all about. So I got to learn the different computer programs and just how to make a tutoring appointments and stuff like that. I'm really excited. And, you know, yeah, I'm just really excited for my tutoring job. I mean, I've always, like, been told, and I've always, like, not really told it, but like when people have trouble in class, I'm always one of the first people they come up to for help or advice. And you know, if I ever wanted to take a normal day job that's not sports or wrestling, then I think I could be a decent educator. And so what the best part though of this tutoring job, except for the most part, I get to just sit around the office and get paid to do homework, which is awesome. You know, it's pretty similar to just sitting around doing homework. It's similar to what I did last semester as a team lead. But this time, I won't have any supervisors looking over my shoulder on my computer. I can just do whatever I want, whenever. It's great. Really looking forward to it. And also, unlike my last job, is that I won't have to send out tons of emails a day. So that's super cool, too. So... Despite how excited and how cool I am to start this tutoring job, everything, I because I wasn't expecting to do anything that day, waking up and going straight out, I was a bit disoriented. And so number one, I didn't eat breakfast because I just, you know, got right out of bed, got into my clothes and went to work. So I was hungry, my stomach was grumbling and gurgling, it was really annoying. And in my apartment, I packed my duffel bag for my boxing class but I left the bag at home when I went to work. So I have to figure out how in the span of, you know, 15 minutes do I go home, get my bag, get back to Beagley Center, change out of my office clothes into my boxing clothes, and do everything in time for class. And so I decided, you know what? I'm going to be rebellious. So instead of leaving work at 12, uh, 2.45, I left at 2.35. That's giving me 10 minute head start. And so I didn't eat before boxing just because my priority was getting all my boxing stuff and getting changed in time for class. And so it really sucks because I had like a whole separate shirt 
and you know shorts everything else planned but because I was running short on time I just changed out of my jeans into my shorts and I kept the shirt that I was wearing all day I was you know keeping that on and so once we actually get to boxing class itself it wasn't too bad it was just more moving around throwing jabs and we actually ended the class really early which was super cool and because we ended class early I had time to go out and find something to eat so I went over to Dunkin and they were having a really nice buy one get one deal so I got four donuts for the price of two dollars and fifty cents can't ask for much better than that so after boxing we're moving on to sign language and it was pretty fun because I missed sign language last week from the concert I had a makeup quiz to do so I made it up before the class no problem got a 20 out of 20 gonna pat myself on the back for that one and so I know I talked about it I forgot the episode number episode three maybe about the sign language girls and all the ones so here's the thing one of the new sign language girls sign language girl number three I found out is actually my next door neighbor at the apartment but it turns out that she also has a boyfriend so number three is off the list from being the one, but sign language girl number two could be the one even though I haven't give it, given up hope on number one of being the one. So, you know, crazy stuff happening there. But speaking of the ones and all that, remember at the end of la uh, last episode I was talking about my bowling date? So I'm like, I texted the girl and I'm like, hey, are we still good for tonight? And she says, no, my sister's sick and I've been around her. I don't want to risk anything. And I was like, all right, that's fine. We, you know, I mean, we still texted like throughout the day, throughout the week. So it's not like she totally ghosted me. Bowling is now tentatively planned for next Monday, which as of this recording is today. And when it comes to, you know, bowling today, um, Excuse me for a second. I just got to go do something right quick. Anyways, yeah, pardon me. Um, Yeah, it went great today. Totally great, great, great time. But now, now we're moving on to Tuesday. And believe it or not, I go to class. And so I received great news in my media relations class that the upcoming test we had in there it will be pushed back and it'll be online take it at home open note so really 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 cool news happening over there so after all my classes as is the deal on Tuesday afternoons it is time for penguin rundown uh, technical director once again I took a video this week of me hitting buttons and stuff like that but it wasn't very entertaining of a video, so I don't expect that to be shown anywhere. So, good show, good episode of the Penguin Rundown, and now it is time for wrestling school. And so we added some pretty wild stuff to the International on Tuesday night. And so, as is like part of the sequence, you do drop down, leapfrog, and then typically you go into the hip toss after the leapfrog. But we added something after the leapfrog. You, the dude who did the jump turns around, goes into like a three-point stance, and then the guy who's running the ropes jumps over them, and then you can go into the hip toss arm drag, all that. So yeah, pretty cool. And then 
dude, Tuesday was nuts for wrestling practice because we were working on, like, jumping up and over the ropes to the apron. And so it was kind of going, like, in and out of the ring, but still holding on to the ropes and keeping your feet on the apron. And one guy, we were doing, like, they're called banderas. It's pretty much when the dude runs at you and you kind of, like, use your forearm to help lift them up and over. And so the guy got assisted up, and he got assisted to the moon because he went, like, straight up like he was doing a handstand on the ropes, folded over, and, like, flopped to the other side of the turnbuckle to the floor. He didn't hit his head. Like, I was pretty close to it. I watched it happen. He didn't hit his hand. He didn't land on his head. He landed on, like, his elbows and his knees, which still sucks, but... From the angle I was watching it at, it looked insane. And I feel, like, really bad that I didn't, like, react or try to catch him. But, it like, everything just happened so fast. It was just really nuts. But he was all right, though. He was able to get up on his own accord. Uh, real trooper. I mean, that was just crazy stuff. But now we're moving on to Wednesday. And it is my second day of being an American Sign Language tutor. And so it's pretty fun. I actually had a student come in. I'm actually tutoring people now. They came in and they signed up for weekly sessions. And so it was one of my friends, like I know them personally. So I get to pay I get paid to hang out with my friends for 30 minutes a week. Pretty cool. And so Wednesday night boxing class was fun because we got partnered up for more jabs, but this time instead of partnering up, I was in a group of 3. And the other two were women. It was crazy. They could be the ones, but they were giving me the one, two with the jabs and the crosses. So even though, like, there was one and two, they were giving me the one, two when they could be the ones. I'm really dragging out this joke way too long, but I find it really funny, so I'm going to keep on saying it. And so, now we're moving on to Thursday, and Thursday is a big day for me. Not class-wise, classes were more lectures, I just slept through most of it, but I learned that for the Thursday night AIW show at the Winchester Music Tavern, WrestleRazor, I was going to be a camera operator, and so I was told the night before that I would be working the hard cam, which is great, super easy, it's just a camera that's on a tripod, doesn't move, most I'll have to do is pan it left and to the right. Super cool. Really, really looking forward to it. So, I get to the venue. I'm a little late because of my classes, but we were still setting up the stage and the ring and all that. And I go over to the streaming and production people, ask if they need anything, and they're like, we're good for right now. We're still setting up. We'll uh, we'll let you know when you're needed. All right, cool. So, some time goes by. Doors are about to open. I go back over to production because, as far as I know, that's my only job for the night. And that's when I get told that I'd be working the floor camera. Wow, that's cool. I'm excited. I'm moving over from the hard cam to the floor cam. Not sure what to expect, but I'll do the best I can. So, after a bit of a delay with technical issues, getting everything set up and working, the show is on the way. And so, I got the camera, I'm working around the ring. Holding the camera is a little awkward. I think what it was is that the mount that was attached to the camera to add stability, I think it was installed backwards. And so, it was giving me like a little bit of issues, a little bit of comfort. 
So after the first match, I get pulled over to the side, and they're like, hey, you're doing okay, but you're looking a little shaky. Just slow it down, breathe, make your movements deliberate, but be subtle doing it. You're all good. Just keep doing your thing. Just relax. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so what I did after that was just get rid of the mount and just pretty much just hold the camera right up to my chest. And I felt a little bit better uh, just getting more thorough instructions. But still, I mean, doing this, like I've done camera work for YC Sports, but that's all been mostly, you know, on a tripod or at least something like basketball or socky where I know where the action's going to go you know, at least for the most part, with wrestling, it can go to any corner, any side of the ropes, it can go out of the ring at any moment, so yeah, it's just a really big learning experience, not only just for myself, but for everyone, because if you do not know, I don't know how I'm the one breaking this news to you, but AIW is no longer affiliated with IWTV, we're now doing our own streams, our own broadcasts of our shows, and this was our first independent stream. So, learning experience for everyone. No, you know, don't expect it to be perfect on the first try. But we got growing pains. We're going to get there. No problem. So, eventually, we get through the first half of the show. Get to intermission. And that's when I go backstage. I decompress. And that's where I get most of my critiques and constructive criticisms. Pretty much, like, I was doing fine, I just needed to do some little things better. So, we were clearing out the memory cards, getting those ready, getting the batteries charged, fixed the camera mount so it's facing the right way, and it's time for the second half. And the second half of this show, at least for me, went much better than the first half. I felt more comfortable, I got some good shots, especially if you look at the Shaw Mason versus Cisco Silver match. Got some great shots in there. And so the show is going on, and now it is time for the main event. It is the show's namesake, Razor Sharp, versus the Duke for the Haas Division Golden Boot. And so Razor Sharp's entrance was, it was the best thing ever. Um, so you know that song they play before football games over the speaker? That's like, we ready... We ready for y'all. It was like that, but it was a remix. And it said, you ain't ready. You ain't ready for Razor Sharp. And it was awesome. I loved it. It was honestly stuck in my head for the rest of the night. It was so good. So the match is going on. Duke is in control for most of the match, but then Razor Sharp, he starts getting hot. He's heating up. He takes the Duke down, but in the process of taking the Duke down, the referee also gets knocked down. But don't worry, a second referee makes their way to the ring. One, two, three. Oh my gosh, Razor Sharp is the new golden boot Haas division champion but wait no the first referee wakes up as the pinfall is being made the duke had his foot on the ropes during the pin the match restarts the first ref the original assigned ref to the match makes the call the match is restarted duke hits razor sharp with the golden boot one two three and retaining and still your golden boot champion of the Haas division, the Duke. And so 
back-to-back shows with a dusty finish going from Wadsworth to here, crazy stuff. But even though Razor Sharp came out on the short end of this performance, he still got a standing ovation for the match. Uh, yeah, Wrestle Razor was actually a pretty good show. It was really entertaining, lots of fun. Um, you know, everyone involved, congrats on putting on a great show. You know, AIW's first independent stream, it's in the books. My first time being a camera operator for AIW, and any wrestling show for that matter, is also in the books. Great value, you know, a really good show coming from a Thursday night show at the Winchester Music Tavern. So after the busy Thursday night, we are going into an eventful weekend. We're gonna get kicked off with Friday. Friday morning was yoga class, and I thought, you know what? It will be a nice way to relax after a stressful last night. But no, yoga kicked my rear end. We were doing ridiculous poses and stretches, and by the end of the class, man, I was feeling it in my back. We had some pretty, pretty excruciating stretches going on on Friday morning. But after yoga, I'm making my way up to Cleveland because there was some ring crew work to do. So we were switching out the ring we used for razor sharp putting that back in the closet, and then packing in the ring we're going to use for Wessapalooza and Kent. So we get all that switched out. It was a pretty small crew Friday afternoon, so it took a little bit longer than expected, but we did get it all done eventually. And what's nice about the AIW Academy's location is that the gym is right next to the airport. So I make a quick six minute drive over and be at the parking lot, which parked at the same lot I did last time for my Chicago trip. I'm parking at the brown lot. So I pull into the brown lot, I park, and on the website it says that brown lot shuttles come every 15 minutes. Well, brother, it's been more than 15 minutes and my flight leaves in 35 minutes. So, I did what any sensible person would do. I decide to leave the brown lot and go to a lot that's closer to the actual, you know, terminals and airport and all that. But as I decided, and as I put in my debit card to pay for the 17 minutes I stayed at the brown lot, the brown lot shuttle comes rolling up. And it's the worst, because if I wanted to get back on that shuttle and get into it, I would have to make a U-turn and go back into the lot and pay for it again. So just terrible, terrible. Like, of course that would happen to me. I'm just destined to face myself no matter what. And it's so annoying. So eventually I make my way, I make my way over to the orange lot. And I mean, hey, orange is my favorite color. So I figure it would work out. And so I'm trying to find a spot and at the lot and it was terrible. But I mean, eventually I did find a spot. And as soon as I did, I got all my stuff out of my car and I ran across the lot. And I mean, once I got to the sky bridge and all the indoor areas, I did speed walk. But I mean, before that, when I was outdoors on the concrete, I was running as soon as I got out of my car. 
And so I just want to apologize now to the people that were next to me on the plane. It was hot outside. I was just doing ring work outside. And then I was running through the concrete. And I'm sure I was gross and I smelled not great. So sorry about that. So, but eventually I get to the kiosk. I check my bag. I go through security. I speed walk my way to the gate and line up just in time for boarding. I get seated. No problem. Time to relax. So it was a quick and easy flight to Atlanta, and now, uh, you know, once I'm in Atlanta, that's my layover to get to my next, my final destination. And so I get off my plane because, as far as I'm, I, you know, as far as I'm aware, I have to go to a different plane in Atlanta to go to Louisville. That's where I'm heading to. So I get out and I see my mom right at the gate because we already arranged it. I'm gonna be meeting her in the Atlanta airport. And so getting off my plane and seeing her at my gate, it was weird. But then I looked up at the board and saw, oh man, the plane that they just told me to get off of is going to Louisville. So whatever, it is what it is. I get back on the plane, fly over to Louisville. I catch up with my mom for a bit, listen to some music. Right after takeoff, the pilot jerked the plane up and to the left pretty hard which was kind of rude, not going to lie, but we land in Louisville, safe and sound. It's a pretty small airport, but it is nice. It's uh, officially, I think the full title is like the Muhammad Ali International Airport, which is pretty cool. And so, uh, you know, I get my bag from baggage claim. Uh, it had a transfer tag on it, even though it never had to leave the original plane that it was on, which is, you know, pretty interesting. And so, but the place we're staying though, in our stay in Kentucky, is in Lexington, which is about an hour away. So we figured, well, it's already, you know, pretty late. Let's just find a restaurant that's open now, and then we can make the drive up. But we find a restaurant on Google, looks pretty good. We head there, but there is no parking anywhere to be seen. I mean, completely packed cars everywhere. And so we park like a block away at a Denny's and then walk over. But once we get to the restaurant, it's nowhere near as packed as you would think it is based on the parking lot outside. So we connect the dots and make the realization is that everyone pre-gamed and parked at the restaurant and other surrounding areas and then walked over to the Louisville football stadium for their game against Florida State. So eventually, you know, we get to the restaurant, I get a plain cheese pizza with banana peppers on it, it's pretty good, thin crust, it was a new experience for me, but it was also an enjoyable one. So once we get all that, all the food wrapped up, we start the drive up to Lexington. It takes about an hour, so I recline the seat back and, you know, sleep for most of it. We get to the house, sleep, relax because I have a big day ahead of me for Saturday. It is time for football. The Youngstown State University Penguins against the University of Kentucky Wildcats. It is the first time YSU is facing an SEC opponent. So super exciting stuff right there. And win or lose, Youngstown State is going to be getting half a million dollars for participating in this game. So we'll take it. And so at the game, I mean, thanks to some connections, you know, knowing people who know people, I get some great incentives. I get free parking right next to the stadium. 
access to the suite levels, which has an outdoor uh, outdoor deck to watch the field. We also get free hot dogs, free hamburgers, drinks, ice cream, all of that included. And then later on in the game, we go down and actually walk onto the field, not like the grass part, but the surrounding outside track. So I see them, I see a couple of my penguin rundown buddies near the end zone, and so I say hi to them, get to, you know, catch up with them. It's like, man, it'd be cool if YSU scored at least, I don't know, a field goal. But while, you know, we're all hanging out by the end zone, a play comes in. It's an incomplete pass, the ball gets tipped in midair and knocked out of bounds, but it bounces off the turf and bounces up right towards me. And so I catch the ball. I was really, like, I was super nervous, the ball coming towards me. I was like, I cannot play a football. I can't throw a football. I can't catch a football. I can't kick a football. I'm really bad at football. And so with having it coming, you know, bouncing towards me, I was getting really nervous. But I caught it. I caught it safe and secure in my arms. And so I had some options. You know, I could have just ran with it and just go through the tunnel, leave the stadium, go, 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 get out of here. I could have thrown it into the stands, pose for the cameras, but I decided to be civil, lean in, and give it back to, you know, the professionals, the people who actually need the ball to play the game. And, but, like, I was looking in, and I was, like, trying to gesture to the ref. I was like, hey, I have the ball, but he wasn't looking at me. So I turned around, you know, to the other side, and eventually one of, like, the ball boys, I don't know if that's what you call him, but one of the ball collectors uh, down the sidelines, uh, you know, he got my attention. I tossed the ball over to him. But, yeah, I, I got to hold on to a game-used NCAA football. It was pretty cool. And so the game wraps up. Kentucky wins 31 to nothing. Sucks that YSU couldn't score any offense. But hey, I mean, 31 against like they were ranked 9 in the country. It, it wasn't awful. It could have been a lot worse. The defense came up big with some stops on third down. I think the real problem for YSU was the long snapper they had for the punter was all over the place that game. But I mean, it is what it is. So after the game, we go back to the house we're staying at. I'm tired after the game. I think it's just a part of, you know, becoming old, just standing in the sun and being outdoors all day, eating all that food. I was, I was worn out, you know. I was just really tired. So I do some homework in the time being, and then a little bit later on in the night, we go out for dinner once again at this really nice Mexican restaurant. Good food, nothing to complain about. And then I spend the rest of Saturday night sleeping. I know, I know, really exciting. And now it is time for Sunday. And so waking up on Sunday is pretty interesting because the room I was sleeping in, it was in the basement and there was no windows at all. And so waking up, if I didn't check the clock, I would have no idea what time it would be. But it was Sunday, I knew that much, and that is the day I am going back home. And so my flight out of Louisville it isn't until later in the afternoon, and so we take the time to drive down from Lexington and make a stop in downtown Louisville and visit the Louisville Slugger Museum and Factory. Like, so if you don't know, Louisville Slugger, the, they are the official bat provider of Major League Baseball, and so it's really cool. I'm a really big baseball fan, so to see a place with, you know, so much history, so much equipment, 
Uh, it's really cool. And it was a really cool museum. They had lots of cool exhibits. I got a tour of the factory and got to see some of the bats and machines used to, you know, carve the bats, give them their paint and kind of their branding, stuff like that. Shout out to the tour guide, though. I mean, she was cute. She was informed about baseball. She had a really nice voice. She is for sure the leadoff hitter because she's the one. And so after the tour and seeing all the exhibits, we still had some time and we're looking for places to get lunch. And we saw that there is a Guy Fieri restaurant like half a mile away. Dude, I love Guy Fieri. We have to go to this restaurant. And so me and my mom, we use these scooters that, you know, if you've ever been to any downtown city, you've probably seen them. You scan the QR code with the app and you rent them out and you scooter on to wherever. And so I was having some issues uh, getting the scooter going. I never really used like wheeled transportation as a kid. I didn't use scooters. I didn't, you know, I don't, I still don't know how to ride a bike. I can ride a skateboard, but I didn't learn that until I was like 19 and so I was having some trouble. And I mean, like, I do have experience with scooters because back in March when I was in Orlando for spring break, I was using the scooters down there. But it's not like I was good at using those ones either. And so my mom is leading the way and I'm struggling a bit to catch up behind her. And so part of the route, she makes a left across the street and I'm late to react and I eat so much shit falling flat on my ass in the middle of 8th Avenue. Luckily, no one saw it, but it was really, really embarrassing, at least for me. I was really annoyed at that moment. So I get up, we recover, make our way to the restaurant, and it was actually really good food. It was like Mission Barbecue, but the decor was flames and frosted tip hair. And so I had a great turkey sandwich. They served it with some sauce that was really good. Good atmosphere. Shout out to Guy Fieri's Smokehouse in Louisville, Kentucky. Great, great restaurant. And so we scooter back to our car. Luckily, this time around, I learned from a mistake. Scootering was a lot more smoother. I think the problem was during my first round is that I kind of had my feet sideways like I was riding a skateboard. And so my toes were like off to the side but my body is forward and holding onto the handlebars. And so there's just lots, my body was going in lots of different directions at once. So I, once I fixed myself around and pointed my toes forward and squared my hips up to the handlebars, it became a lot better ride, a lot smoother experience. But yeah, bit of a learning curve there. So after that, we're going to the airport. Not going to bore you guys with all the flight details, typical flight stuff. Go from Louisville to Baltimore, hang out in Baltimore for a while, then Baltimore to Cleveland, land in Cleveland around 11.15 at night, get home just before 1 a.m., and yeah, now it's time after such a fun weekend to go back to school. Great super looking forward to it and yeah that's where we'll pick up in next week's episode but for right now we're gonna get a quick advertisement question of the week excuse me you don't want to miss it stay tuned don't go anywhere so now it is time for the question of the week if you'd like to submit your question for question of the week you could do so by messaging me on instagram and or twitter at not caleb ellison please hit the gong Thank <laughs> you.
So the question of the week this week comes from Noah from Minneapolis, Minnesota, a repeat offender, and Noah asks us, what is your favorite smell in the whole world? Noah, thank you so much for your question. Great question. Thank you for asking very much. Um, that is actually really good. Off the top of my head, I really like anything mint related, mint gum, toothpaste, mouthwash, uh, mint's always good. I always like when you go to the dentist and they fill like that thing up with like, I don't know if it's fluoride or what, but it's that some kind of foam material that they put in kind of like that gel container and then they put it in your mouth and they leave it in there for like five minutes and oh man, like just the sensation and feeling of that. I really enjoy that a lot. Um, you know, chocolate's not too bad of a scent. It's got some good smell to it. Uh, you know, when you're upstairs, but you can smell your mom cooking something good in the kitchen downstairs and the smell kind of travels through the vents and ends up in your room, just like that feeling, that's a really good one as well. Um, what else? What else do I like the smell of? Apples. Dude, nothing like the smell of like cut up, freshly cut green apples. That will make my mouth water, no doubt, without a doubt. Love it, love it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go, when it comes to my favorite smell, I'm just going to go with my first instinct, the smell of like peppermint. Love it. It just, it's just so soothing and calming and just, it makes me feel good, you know, makes me feel nice. But also, um, those like scentsy wax things that like you melt in the little light canisters, the brown sugar scentsy waxes. Very nice. Very nice. But Noah, thank you very much for your question. Once again, if you'd like to submit your question for question of the week, you could do so. Message me Instagram or indoor Twitter. I'm rushing through it at not Caleb Ellison. Like think bensound.com for the music or music in this product. Huh, so I talked about her earlier, you know, with my when I was talking about bowling earlier. Yeah, um the joke about why I screamed to a pillow is that it didn't happen. Remember how I talked about even though she said she didn't want to do bowling, but still texted me throughout the weeks, so like she didn't completely ghost me? Well, she ghosted me now. So, yeah, I just love, you know, being on the market, being single in 2022, dealing with real mature adults. It's just great. It's great. I wouldn't want anything else in the world. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I'm doing great over here, you know, school's going well, not really, I'm just, I'm super plugged out at the moment, I think I just really spoiled myself by doing, like, Chicago Labor Day weekend, and then just coming back from Kentucky this weekend, like, like here's the thing, though, I know my mom doesn't like the plan, but it's foolproof, I got my A's in my freshman and sophomore year classes, I'm rocking the 4.0, and so now, junior and sophomore year, I can take some B's, maybe throw in a C here and there. My GPA when I get my diploma is hopefully, probably, still going to be above 3.0. And it'll all be okay. I'll still, I'll get my Alpha, Lambda, Eta, Lambda, Delta, Eta, whatever honor society that I'm in. I'll still get my chords and letters from that. Don't even worry about it. Ah, but yeah, school sucks. I just want to be a wrestler full-time. That's all I want. 
Anyways, thank you for listening this far. Uh, shout out Pod Van Dam. They're still really cool. I'm glad they actually played my voicemail that I left for them. AIW Student of the Week. Um, good question. Not a student, but a shout out to Chase Oliver. He was the one that let me use his recording camera and streaming equipment for the Wrestle Razor show. He's the one who gave me a lot of advice. So shout out Chase Oliver, really nice guy, really grateful for the opportunity. Thankful, uh, thank you to AIW and promoter John Thorne for everything you know he's letting me do, all the opportunities he's given me. Really, really appreciative of it. Um, besides that, all, I got all my thanks and shout outs all the way. Once again, at Nako Elson, Ben Observational Banter. And until next time, I'll see you later on Observational Banter.